0: Hi, welcome to our fifth podcast. Today, I will be speaking with Ms. Mr. Jitendra Gupta, who is the founder of Jupiter Money. Uh, Mr. Gupta is a fintech veteran and has previously co-founded Citrus Pay. In 2016, Citrus Pay recorded one of India's largest fintech exits when it was sold to NASPA. Uh, Jupiter is a neobank bank that functions on an invite-only model and is tied up with the federal bank, India. It offers a real-time breakdown of purchases automatically sorted into categories. It also has a net worth and debt tracker to track bank balances or active loans from one place. Now, uh, thank you for taking the time to speak with us, sir.
1: Sure. Thanks. Thanks, Ishan, for inviting.
0: Right. So this brings me to my first question, which is to start off with the basics for our audience, could you please elaborate on what a neobank exactly is and how have neobanks evolved in India over the last few years? Sure. So
1: Ishan, uh, neo-banking as a category is relatively new or young for India. So basically, uh, how it works is uh, like entities like us, we partner with a chartered bank, which is a licensed bank, and we build the banking services experience on top of the licensed bank. And uh, as far as consumer is concerned, they don't have to deal with that licensed bank, Uh, and the the mobile app for the banking services is being provided by us under our own brand name though your money still resides with the licensed bank and but you get the best of both worlds effectively you get the trust and security of licensed bank and on the on the other hand you get the the new age banking experience provided by us for your transactions for your spend categorization to track all your finances at one place, a very speedy chat support. So like typically the experience is online with what you see in your other consumer apps like Amazon, Swiggy, Zomato and all of that. So that is what we're trying to deliver to the consumers.
0: Right. So that brings me to our next question, which is, Could you please elaborate on how Jupiter money and for that matter any new bank earns revenue and profits? Sure. I think the revenue model more or less
1: remains same uh, as uh, of any typical retail bank. Uh, But mainly if you look at it uh, we rely on fee revenue which is the interchange and subscription fee. Uh, And then we rely on the net interest margin which is the uh, difference of your deposit cost and uh, the lending uh, interest. So, so yeah, so these are the three key elements of uh, revenue.
0: Right. Um, thank you for that. Uh, could you t- uh, tell us how how does Jupiter leverage technology and AI to you know improve financial products for its customers? Given that it's in the fintech space and it is a new bank. Sure.
1: So, so the way we have built our stack, the tech stack, uh, we are heavily thinking how do we bring more intelligence to the banking. Now, for that, do we leverage AI or the new age tech? I think we take the call based on the product requirement. So, uh, so, so, right from like the way your spends are being categorized, or. Uh, or uh, the chat support. How do we sort of provide you in a contextual way? Uh, that is what we do. Uh, then the, the whole idea is that everybody finances are very, very personal. Uh, your finances might be different from Prince and, and third so on so forth. So, we, our endeavor is that how do we leverage tech to provide very, very personalized experience to you related to your finances. So I'll give you one simple example. So let's say uh, basis your spend pattern, I can actually tell you, hey, by 20th, you might run out of money and here is a small credit line for you to consume vis-a-vis a traditional bank approach, which is like they keep spamming you with loan messages and credit card messages and all of that. So, I think that's one such example of uh, leveraging the tech and through which we can deliver a very, very personalized and contextual banking experience to consumers.
0: Right. Uh, this brings me to my next question, which is How has COVID impacted the neo banking industry? And what does the f- future of neo banking look like? Has COVID given it a boost?
1: Oh, definitely! I must say, COVID has accelerated our journey by at least three, four years. Because what happened is that for neo banking as a category to be successful, people need to move into digital banking category experience. And I think with COVID, what happened that consumers in general started moving to banking apps and the whole digital bank is, uh, at a baseline level. So they so they were not like first time experiencing mobile banking. Uh because of COVID, they could uh the adoption curve increased. So I think that uh that accelerated our adoption curve towards the new bank. We did not have to explain to consumer one that what is mobile banking about. And second, consumers could easily relate the difference between a new bank and us because of this whole uh Uh, consumer experience difference I think uh, going forward I clearly see uh, this space being more regulated like a bank Uh, so so we recently saw a discussion paper from NITI IO which came in to seek comments from public on the digital banking side so I see that uh, happening uh uh uh, in reality, and we have seen other countries like Singapore, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Malaysia, uh, all of those countries have already issued guidelines around uh, digital banking. So I see something similar happening in India in next 12 months.
0: Right. Thank you, sir. Now over to Prince. He, he'll ask you the next set of questions.
2: Right. be um, obviously about the promising trends. Since you've already pointed out that because of COVID, there's a larger adoption towards digital banking. But my question is, what are there are any in the industry right now? Something that could new banking model.
1: So I think there are two parts which are very, very important uh, in this. Uh, one part is the regulatory part. And second is the customer trust. I think the regulatory part where uh, it is anybody's guess how the regulator views uh, changes happening uh, in banking and what stand they will take uh, when this industry becomes meaningful. So that is the one real risk. The consumer uh, trust part, I think that is a factor of how the companies are providing service Uh, and how they're dealing with consumers' money without putting the consumers' money at risk. So your data security, privacy, uh, reliability of the transaction and the prompt customer service, I think uh, those are going to become very, very critical for this industry to uh, survive.
2: So um, since we've talked about the customer trust also, my next question is, who is your customer? What is the segmentation look like? And what are the pain points that you're serving right now?
1: So I think the, the customer segment, if you look at it, our potential customer segment is a really smartphone user because today we offer services to smartphone users per se. So, that is the segment I see relevant for us. Though initial cohort which we started going after is the cohort which is uh, typically the 22 to 32-year-old customers. First job, second job kind of uh, 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 age group or the segment groups. We are seeing customers coming from top 15 cities. So, I think that is the trend which we are seeing.
2: Right, right. Also, is there a a segmentation bucket with regards to income or uh, let's say tier 2, tier 1, tier 3 cities? Is that also something that you consider? Going forward, yes. But
1: today, we see higher adoption happening in the tier 1 top 15 cities of India. That is where the higher adoption is happening. Right. But
2: uh,
1: as we go, uh, uh, as we mature or evolve, of course, we'll go broader.
2: Hmm, understood. Right. So the full model, and I was wondering why did you invite only uh, model and what are the benefits of this model?
1: So, the reason we did invite only, honestly, we wanted to control the two things. One is the quality of consumers coming in. And second is the quantity of consumers coming in. See, we are a new business and in banking business, trust is everything. So, if we are not able to give a great customer service to the consumer, then it's of no use, uh, how many customers come, ultimately, they are going to lose the uh, trust in our uh, services. So, I think from that standpoint, uh, uh, we we could contain the traffic coming in for our products and we could onboard the consumers in a very, very measured way so that we can ramp up our backend services uh, alongside. That was the key reason of keeping it invite only.
2: Right, right. And it also ha- helps you. you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Understood. Uh, but given that this model is entirely that you uh, receive from your customers uh, have you also ventured in services packages let's say from thought this uh, data that
1: no we are not doing anything of that sort right now but uh, going forward see banking the way consumer understands banking is where they can deposit money and where they can borrow so, so effectively these two are the basic services so we have today launched only the deposit services so of course we would end up launching the lending services but that's how banks people understand
2: fair, fair. that makes a lot of sense but um so my last question to you was more of you know your career question um why did you think coming from ICICI and then moving into, venturing into FinTech start Jupiter Money, what was that pivotal point in your career how did you venture into Jupiter Money, how did it all happen
1: sure so you know, I have been in uh, banking and financial services space for almost 20 years now and uh, my last 11 years were in payments and lending and I think another realization was that uh, banking uh, in India uh, is still very, very centric to the bank entities who are not making much progress to, to provide a great experience to consumers. So while we have seen disruption in payments, we are seeing some bit of disruption in lending, but a consumer perceives his bank still very, very differently. So, there is a different level of trust relationship which a consumer has with the bank. And I think this is what we felt that uh, if we have to build a long term business, we got to establish the trust relationship with the consumer. And that's why we got into this side of the business.
2: Hmm. Wonderful. All right. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Chitendra, for taking up the time for doing a podcast.
0: Sure, thank you. Right, thank you, sir.
2: Thanks.